Hey, Toronto. Welcome to How's Market Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Kate. Thanks for tuning in. We've got some really interesting news for you. We're going to break down how the city and the province have decided to play nice together. Yep. And it's actually a win for both sides. Yes, absolutely. And stay tuned to the end for Kate's driving tips from the East End. (laughs) My road rage. If you're a driver in Toronto, you'll definitely want to check this out. (laughs) Absolutely. The city and province have managed to uh, get together. It sounds like they're putting late night shifts and uh, (laughs) trying to get this to come together, but to to play nice and uh, find a solution that uh, benefits them both. Absolutely. Who would have thought Olivia Chow and Doug Ford coming together? I I didn't see that coming uh, this fast, (laughs) but uh, I'm actually... It sounds like a, a win for both sides. And I think Ford said it's a good deal because both sides are a little unhappy. Yeah. So let's talk about what is actually happening, Dave. What What is going on? So a number of different things. Let's let's start with the DVP and the Gardner. Mm-hmm. So in the, just so you know, in the late 90s, that became the responsibility of the city. Yes. So basically to, to maintain to maintain those roads, which are very expensive, especially because it's expensive to maintain because it's a a raised highway. We've seen uh, the city get rid of the York Street exit and then most recently the... Portia and the the eastbound eastbound, exit. The the eastbound exit on... um, Hurting all of us Eastenders. (laughs) On Lakeshore there. (laughs) You know, taking down two of those off-ramps, off-and-on ramps. This highway in particular gets, I would say, a lot of damage compared to other ones. It's right along the water. You're in a part of Toronto that has very odd seasonality you know it'll be snowing and freezing one day and then warming up the next so i feel like this highway goes through it and has taken some beatings yeah insert joke about dvp parkway oh the don valley parking lot yeah so shifting the financial responsibility to the city uh, sorry to the province coinciding with the the other 400 series highways yeah they've basically i think they're calling they're using the term uploading they've uploaded it to the province yeah. Given back the responsibility, but is also... Is there somebody at a computer that actually... Probably, honestly. <laughs> and basically, they take on all of the responsibility for maintaining and repairing it, but they are also now the decision maker for these roads in the city. Yeah. And I think uh, part of the reason that Ford really wanted this was it's such a major artery for not just Toronto, but all of Ontario, you know, the entire GTA, all of the major cities around it. We're the, we're the center of Ontario, but also... Maybe this is just like the spoiled Torontoni in me, but we're part of Canada. And a, there's a lot of... Don't sh- stop there, Kate. There's a lot there, of there's shipping. There's a joke through the rest of Canada that Toronto is the center of the universe. We are. We are. <laughs> we know As it. someone who lives in Toronto, there's a lot of shipping, a lot of deliveries that go through, you know... I think I'm, it's one of the most traveled highways in, in, absolutely. in the country. Absolutely. So I can understand why they would want responsibility and want to be able to make decisions without the city stepping in the way every time. He also mentioned that their goal is not to make it a, a toll highway. So they, yeah. he pledged that it's not, it's going to be free. He kept referencing that he did eliminate two toll highways from Durham region. He keeps referencing that. So yeah. that my only fear is what happens, Ford has pledged not to make these toll highways. What happens when Ford's out? Is the only solution keep Ford in forever? That's like my concern. But again, that's further down the road. But yeah. that's just a cynical the, thinker the, in me. And I mean, you can't predict the future, but mm-hmm. that's what the plan is currently. I know... In 2016, there was a plan to look at uh, putting tolls in on the highway, but uh, I think the Liberal government at the time blocked that. Yeah, the Liberal government blocked it, and there was a lot of pushback from everybody. I mean, I can't imagine if you take that highway to work every day having to pay on a toll on it. It's just something that a lot of people don't want to do, but also the amount of, like, unless they made it automated, I can't even imagine the amount of traffic backlog it would take. Yeah, I think it's certainly uh, a better solution than trying to, combine the lakeshore and the gardener 
Yeah, I think one of Olivia Chow's promises when she was running for mayor was that she wanted to turn the gardener into a a ground level boulevard. Yes. And I'm not sure who wants to hang out. I can barely stand to be along Lakeshore when I'm crossing it. It's awful. It's loud. It echoes. It's unpleasant. There's exhaust from all the cars backed up on the east side. And I know a lot of them wanted to build parks around it. And I don't understand that yeah. because I don't want to go for a picnic beside a highway. The three, some of, two of the major issues are, are covered in this and, and one that they've been working on for a while. So transportation, and they're also looking at home affordability, mm-hmm. but also improvement to the waterfront is, is a third one that has been working on. And we've seen them working on it down on Queens Key. The last yeah, six yeah. years, redeveloping yeah. the streetcars along there, redeveloping the waterfront. It, it's a very important to the city of Toronto. In and the last the decade, government. the waterfront's really come a long way. Yeah. So it looks like they're trying to continue that as well. Yep. Um, and then the other interesting thing is that the city was facing a $1.5 billion shortfall. And they were thinking about the whole Ontario Place project and restore, restoration of the gardener. They were talking about potentially just sidelining these projects because the city simply could not afford it. We're in too much of a deficit at the moment. We yep. didn't have the funds for it. They looked at, they were considering uh, putting in a new sales tax. They were considering taxing commercial parking. And they were also considering raising the vacant home tax in order to pay for these projects. So now that's off the table because Ontario has agreed to cover the costs. Yeah. I think I said to you earlier, Kate, break down this trade for me. What, what does the city get? What does Ontario get? I can't, not in sports <laughs> metaphors. I can't in sports metaphors. <laughs> to break it down, basically the city is handing off the responsibility of these two highways, including all the costs associated with them and decision-making. In return, they are getting some extra funding. Some of it is going to help with affordable housing uh, and building homes. I think the city has said that they will uh, meet their goal of 74,000 new homes yep. by 2025. They had to ensure that they would be doing that as part of this deal. Yep. They're also getting $330 million for operating the Eglinton LRT. Um, and the, I think, and the Finch. Yeah. Both, both LRTs combined. Yeah. Not sure when Eglinton's going to be operating, but when it is operating, we have money to operate it. Hopefully one day. <laughs> one day. And then uh, basically it's going to be what it's going to total to $1.2 billion over three years in relief for the city. So, you know, um, it, it's good for the city of Toronto. It de- There doesn't seem to be a ton of downfall at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like they really work together on making this come together. Um, and I like and the fact that th- they're not tolling it. There was mentioned that this also, it takes no, it takes funds, liabilities away from the city, but also frees up some cash for them to be able to invest in in policing. Huge issue with car thefts mm-hmm. here. Also trying to make the public transit safer mm-hmm. and to invest some of that uh, affordable housing yeah, I definitely um, in think there's, higher density areas. There's definitely been an increase in violence and crime on the TTC, I think, since a lot more people like with the cost of living have been forced to use it. I'm not sure what's happening, but over the last two years, I have heard a lot about just crime in general on the subway line. Yeah. I think they also mentioned that they would be adding another 50 subway cars across the Bloor 50, line. 55. Yeah, across the Bloor line. So trying to increase that, you know, get people moving across the city a little bit faster during rush hour. So that's what the city's getting. Yeah. What, what's the province getting? Uh, the province is getting the right for Ontario Place, the land. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the interesting thing is that Ford had actually talked about potentially taking it from the city and expropriating the land because they've had there's been so much contention over what to do with it, so much yeah. arguing back and forth. They were going to expropriate the land. So I think this is a very nice trade-off from that. Instead of just losing the land outright, the city is actually getting something. I think Olivia Chow 
quoted, it is called Ontario Place. Ontario should decide what's done with it. It's a nice little sentiment. Yeah. It, it, it's nice to see that both sides are, it's going to be a win for both. Yeah. I'm really interested to see what they do with it. When I was a kid, I used to love going to Ontario Place. My mom started taking us there when I was five up until I was about 13. We always had a lot of fun there. I don't think as a kid, I ever realized how close it really was. Wonderland's a little far. I remember... As a kid going, like, there was a water park there. Yeah, they had a water park. Um, there was, like, a ball pit. It was great for kids. And I remember the, there's, like, an IMAX there. Yeah, there's an IMAX theater yeah. that's still there. It's also, like, right beside Budweiser stage, yeah, yeah, yeah. which and I frequented a couple of times this summer. I highly recommend it. If you want a $50 concert to go in the grass and dance, great time. I do remember going there, fast forward 20 years later, or maybe even more, but sales conferences mm -hmm. there. And then I also had the pleasure of water skiing, doing some water ski shows during the CNE. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I've swam in Lake Ontario many a time. When was that? 1993? <laughs> there was a two in front of it, Kate. There was there, a two? There was a two. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that, it was a great area. I don't actually know off the top of my head why it shut down. I would just assume funding. It, it, they weren't able to maintain it anymore. Right now they've been using it as a park. And I know Olivia Chow wanted to keep it as a public park. That was yeah. her goal. And she has said that she's hoping that they're still going to make it really focus on community and the neighborhood, have it a spot that families can go to. They want to really keep it family friendly, whatever they decide to do with it. I believe the plan is to put the science center down there. Yes. And I think a lot of people were talking about that a few months ago when they first mentioned it. Yeah. And I think there's also uh, sort, of, sort of the headline is that there's a plan to put it in a spa. Yeah. I've heard about the spa. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if they're doing like open style Scandinavian spa. I feel like it would have to be indoors being right on the water. That'd be cold. Well, you know, Toronto winter. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Nordic spa. That'd be interesting. Um, yeah. They haven't talked too much about what their plans are. A lot of walk paths, a lot of developing like green space, park space. So mm -hmm. it, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, and in exchange for uh, them moving the Ontario Science Center, Olivia Chow has promised actually that will not be used for residential housing, that land. Mm -hmm. um, as there's a massive development up there on Eglinton going yep. in, I think it's eight or nine or 10 condo towers going in. So that's pretty massive. They've opened up a new station there and redeveloped it. There's a massive mall. So it would be, that was my first thought was that they would immediately be going to putting in yep. condos there. Sounds like they're not. So I'm interested also to see what they plan on doing with the old Ontario Center, the Science Center place. I think that he said they're going to look to put some sort of educational mm -hmm. or maintain a portion of the Science Center there or something like that. It's the plans aren't fully out, but mm -hmm. it sounds like they're agreeing to work together, which is great. What do you think the motivation is for moving the Science Center? Is it simply funding and putting it in a more accessible place? I'm curious why so much attention has been on the Science Center. I think it's it's a tool that they can move to a fresh new location. I haven't been in the Science Center in <laughs> several decades. Yeah. But I can imagine it probably needs some updating. Mm -hmm. And that they, if you are looking to draw more, more tourists to the waterfront, that's We've got uh, seasonally, you got the CNE down there. You know, you've, we've got host the Honda Indy down there. Yeah. The Blue Jays, Argos, BMO Field, Skydome. I still call it the Skydome and always will. <laughs> yeah, it's always um, the Skydome. You know, the, and the Air Canada Center. Uh, Bank Center. But I'll still call it the ACC, mm -hmm. Hockey Hall of Fame. Like, and all your bars and restaurants and entertainment um, and all the theaters are down in the core. So yeah. I think it's trying to just, uh, if you put it down there, you're probably going to, you might get more visitors. And it was in a, it's in a very odd location. Like I think even by transit, it's very difficult to get to. Yeah. It's not the easiest location to get to. Yeah. So, and I guess, especially if you're bringing large groups of kids there for yeah. school and you know, whether you're coming in to the city for school trips, mm -hmm. easier to be on right on the lakeshore off the Gardner, or if you're coming in on the go station train, uh, TTC, 
makes it just easier to get to, I think, is probably some of the idea. And what are your thoughts about City being able to meet this target of 74,000 homes by 2025? I know that she mentioned that she wanted to condense it around transit lines, so that's really going to be their focus. Do you think this is doable? Have you seen the city make any steps towards achieving this goal? 2025 is only two years away. It's not far. It is only two years away. And I, number one, I like the confidence (laughs) when they're saying it. The reality is if you're in the public sector and you're trying to build in the next two years, being able to get drawings, that's going to take a couple months and then submitting it for approval, whether it has to go to further approvals through like committee of adjustment, stuff like that process alone can take a year and then you're looking to build. And selling the units takes time. Being the government, I'm sure there's some sort of approval process that they have to go through with the community. But if they've already got the space lined up and... Uh, the drawings and are prepared to go, uh, you know, you better get started on it quick, but you could probably reach those deadlines. Yeah, I find a common factor whenever our governments are promising housing, I find that they're very vague about it. They never promised if they're going to have finished units, if they're going to have plans for new units, if they're just purchasing the land for these units, like they're very vague. And I've never seen anyone say like, we are going to have 74,000 completely finished, ready for sale homes by 2025. I'm curious if that's the actual goal. And what happens if we don't meet it? Is Ford going to come over here and start beating every Torontonian with a stick? (laughs) I I think you hit the nail on the head, right? Like the less I define the goal, the easier it is for me to hit. Mm -hmm. When it is very defined, if I just say 74,000 units, I never say what exactly and what time point in 2025 it's going to be done and to what level. Yeah. But I can say, hey, we're whatever, 75% of the way there of completion. So we've achieved our goal. I feel like the vaguer it is, the easier it is to argue your way out of failure. (laughs) Overall, I I try to not focus on the individual details on Mm -hmm. this. I like that the city and province are working together. I like that it's, it seems like they're two siblings around Christmas time conspiracy to go to mom and dad, the federal government for more money. And I, there have been underlying tones. Both sides have mentioned that, Hey, when it's good for the city, it's good for the province, it's also good for the country. Mm-hmm. So let's get some additional funding in here to try and really make this a world-class city. Yep, absolutely. So I like that they're working together. It's a fresh, it's refreshing comparing, considering how combative different sides of government have been in the media. Yep. It seems like we're, we've gone a lot more to a little bit more of an American style where it's you're either with me or against me, but yep. it's... It gives me confidence that they can work together to achieve a goal. It's nice to see a positive article about the government and about policy. Absolutely. We will continue to keep you guys updated on this. If we hear anything else from the government or when they, you know, add some clarity around these plans, we'll make sure to give you guys an update. Have you started your campaign to get the on-ramp for Gardner (sighs) East back? No, my dreams are, I'm a pessimist. Yeah. I don't, it, he's never coming back. I said goodbye. I have pictures from when they took him down and I made a grave. <laughs> okay. I'll start sending you listings out here in Tobacco. Yeah. Hey, I'm keeping my eye on the max exodus from the, the ESN. Yeah. Yeah. I'm keeping an eye. I'm just seeing when it starts because traffic isn't What well, You do this commute several times a week. How long is it taking you now? Anywhere from 40 minutes to an hour 15. Yeah. It really depends on the day. Today, I was smashed in between five trucks, and it was absolutely terrifying, all of them trying to merge at the same time into one lane to get onto the highway. That's what blows my mind, is that they're like, hey, let's take down this three-lane ramp. Let's move it down to three lanes of highway that has stoplights. Let's also do construction at Cherry, and every couple weeks, for three weeks at a time, let's just cut that all down to one lane. So what used to be six lanes has been cut down to one lane on and off for the last two years, and people are leaving. 
people are just leaving. And I'm convinced that whoever voted to take this down does not live in Toronto. <laughs> I'm convinced. They do not drive in the city because they would never have done this to themselves. There's a lot of, with more and more condos being built downtown, we get more and more people mm-hmm. and more and more, 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 more and more vehicles, right? So it's, uh, we're not building more roads. So how do we move more people? We're actually taking roads out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and reducing lane. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys got some useful information about this and understand kind of the decision that went between the city and the uh, provincial government a little bit better. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you give a like, share and subscribe. It really helps us out. We do these weekly and we love doing them, but it's always nice to see when we get some likes and some comments from anyone who's viewing. Please. Yeah. <laughs> please, please. Pretty please. Please. We're not begging. We'll tell Santa if you don't.